0: we can't talk about on the <laughs> right <laughs> we'll
1: that's what the podcast is, is. It's whatever whatever yeah. we want to hit yeah. that we can not there it comes
2: <laughs> boom yeah. well hey thanks for joining us for another episode of the bridge podcast we're glad that you could join us and uh, we really appreciate you being here it's it's because of you that we want to share this information And we're joined today by Denise Harper from The Morning Show. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good. And Mark Dickey, he's from The Afternoon Show, Normally. Good afternoon. Good to see you, Mark. Good to see you. I'm Andrew Jackson, Director of Marketing at The Bridge. And we have a special guest today, Matt Windsor. Matt, how do you do? I'm doing well. Now, you're a local, right? Born and bred. Uh, Mm. On the Eastern Shore. Okay, (laughs) close enough, yeah. Um, and, and you have a unique position here. You actually um, you work with the youth of the community day in and day out, right?
3: Yeah, I, uh, I run a nonprofit called Young Life. I'm the area director for Southern Delaware Young Life and have been working with uh, high school and middle school
2: kids for a little over 20 years now. Wow, that's very cool. Uh, Young Life, that was um, not on my radar when I was a kid. Uh, I wish it had been. But we'll dive into that. First, sure. I wanted to share with you, I don't know if you realize this, but our podcast is sponsored. <laughs> sponsored? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's big time. <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah. Well, it feels big time, but, but really- We're grateful. We're super grateful because without the sponsorship of Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant, we, we couldn't be doing this right now. And um, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel is in Rehoboth, right on the beach. They call the Ocean's Edge their home, and they're happy to offer a unique and comfortable respite from the world, a place you can truly get away. You can check out their entire offering on BoardWalkPlaza.com. So I used to be involved in youth group. Denise?
0: (laughs) Me too. It was youth group for me.
2: Denise, I have sad news.
0: (laughs) It's not youth group anymore. They have
2: slayed youth group, <laughs> and they have brought in something new and hip and awesome youth and ministry. It's, well, it's all kinds
3: of crazy names, really. Yeah. So it could be anything from yeah. uh, 220, the uh, the group at Eagles Nest, or Wave at Solid Ground Church, mm-hmm. but. They're a uh, fusion at Avenue United Methodist. So right. everybody comes it. up with a with a hip name. I so love that, that uh, though. I do love that. Yeah. You know, instead of inviting their friends, hey, do you want to go to youth group? Right. No. Oh, is <laughs> that sorry? how I used, okay. oh, exactly. <laughs> I used to sound? That's uh, okay. I used to sound. But hey, why don't you come and hang out at two twenty or at Fusion or at right. Listen, you know?
0: somebody at my age would like to come to you, Young Life. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you <laughs> go. Don't, like, sign me up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Hanging out at Old Life. <laughs> you know what's funny is that my youth group was Young Life. Um, the, the avenue by which I came to accept Jesus as my savior, awesome. uh, was through Young Life and cool. it was through Matt Windsor. Oh, get out. Um, yeah. So I, he That's was actually awesome. my sixth grade math teacher. Okay. And, uh, when I went into high school, we were waiting for, you know, class to start in the lobby and Matt Windsor comes walking by and says, yeah, we're doing this thing called Young Life. You should come. And, and I went, and here I am, a radio host on a Christian radio station. That is, that cool. is really cool. Pretty full circle right what now. What an Matt. amazing whistle, yes, Matt. <laughs> Mark likes to remind
3: me a, you were my sixth grade, Matt.
0: Right. <laughs> You're going to be signing up for Young Life all over again, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Matt, when I first met you, uh, my son, my oldest child, uh, Cody, was actually a teenager. And I remember the first time you came into the studio, and I remember you said, in Young Life, we believe in earning the right to be heard. Mm -hmm. And I have never forgotten that. Because I thought, what a powerful way to uh, look at how you can feed into young people's lives and make a significant impact without them even realizing it. Sure. because you're doing fun things, activities, all kinds of sometimes some crazy things, but you really help just open kids up to then sitting, you know, hearing the message of the gospel. Mm. And it's it's really amazing how it can happen like that. I yeah, love thank that. Thank you. I love that thought. So, I appreciate what you do. Um and I've seen it happening across Del Marva. I pray for it to continue to flourish. Me yeah.
2: too. Yeah. yeah you know, Denise, you bring up a good point. Sometimes it's difficult to invite kids to church or yeah. invite kids to church activities or events mm-hmm. or um, even get them excited about a concert, you know, that the radio station is brought to the area. Right. They don't know. It's a different world, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it, what do you do to get kids, you know, in? Yeah. So I went, uh, I went the church that
1: I went to when I was in college, right. uh, uh, Bayshore Community Church there in Millsboro. Um, I went to school in Salisbury, um, uh, a pastor there said once he told me this, this conversation he had with an older woman in the congregation, she was upset with the style of music they were playing. Um, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the traditional hymn. Um, it was, you know, high energy, loud drums. Mm-hmm. And, and this pastor responded saying, what would you do to get your grandchildren to want to come to church? And she responded, well, I'd do anything. And then his response was,
2: then can you live with the music? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's got to take on a different yeah. face yeah. sometimes. Um, being culturally relevant or even age relevant. Yeah. Right? If we're going to bring them into the fold. Um, and that's what we're seeing now. Youth group is gone. And this youth ministry is is here, and it's new, it's new by design, right, Mark?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it needs to look like something kids want to do, um, especially, I mean, Matt, you're an expert on this generation. Uh, they're not going to join into something that doesn't look like them. Right. You
3: know, and a lot of times we, we focus on the kids and the kids' responses to youth ministry and, and things like that, But uh, but really one of the things that we're battling is we're battling kind of you know people say kids these days and you look Mm -hmm. at it and you go well parents these days Mm. Uh, you know because honestly you know church and youth group used to be a thing where you just did you know um it didn't matter whether you wanted to go or whether you didn't want to go you just went as a family and Mm -hmm. you know and kids were grateful that they got to go. You were, you know, joking around. We had Bible drills. That's what we well, did. You were, you were grateful to go to that, you know, Bible drill instead of sit in that pew mm-hmm. and right, you know and right. listen to big church, mm-hmm. um, you know. But but now that's just not something that we require of our kids. Uh, so because of that, uh, you know, student ministries around the country have had to really kind of flex and and figure out okay. We have to develop this attractional model uh, to get kids to want to come out because sometimes parents aren't even going to bring them out. Um, hmm. So, so it's, you know, it, it's a little bit of, uh, of tension between what the kids desire and also what the parents are actually willing to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, did he, well, maybe we could reminisce a little because they're redesigning youth group, and I don't want to say goodbye just yet. <laughs> what was it like for you when you were a youth? Uh,
0: pretty much what I what we were just talking about. Yeah. Just um, you know, they'd call out verses, uh-huh. and whoever could find it first, fastest in the Bible, and jump up and read it, and then you'd win a prize. And that what, was like what kind of a prize? Um, candy, okay. or. I don't
3: know. A off-brand Oreo cookie? Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. Hydrox.
2: Hydrox. <laughs> yes! There you go. We all went to the one same church. Every, every one side chocolate, one side vanilla, kind of. Every church at it. That's yeah. right.
0: <laughs> or a pretzel. Yeah.
2: I can remember... Um, like uh, we would take over the community hall. We'd have like sleep-ins or whatever, sleepovers or something. Yeah, and we'd go, yeah. and we maybe we'd watch a movie or we'd do, you know, like games, funny silly games. But um, yeah. yeah, Bible a study marathon, rockathon, yeah, you know, rocking chair.
0: Yep. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't rock music. It was no. rocking chairs. Yep. You're in a rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. As
2: long as you can stand it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I know why I didn't have more people come with me, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we appreciate all the leaders, right? That absolutely led those times because absolutely. we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah. Which then, you know, brings us back around to leadership today, and how does someone? I mean, not everyone is cut out for youth ministry leadership, but maybe they have an itch, like hmm. It could be something interesting to yeah. check out. How would someone get involved to help lead or guide the students, or is it is it not necessary for you know a whole slew of parents to jump in and help out? Oh, it is completely
3: necessary for a whole slew of everybody mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. out. And I always tell people that you know they'll say, "Oh, I'm too old to help out with the with youth with youth group," mm-hmm. uh, and I always say, "Look, if you honestly care about." a kid's world and what they're interested in, that's all they want. They Mm -hmm. just want Hmm. somebody who, you know, who cares about what is happening. You know, you referenced earlier, you know, in Young Life, one of the things that we talk about is earning the right to be heard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, two days a week, I'm at Cape Henlopen High School carrying trays and wiping off tables. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a 10th grade boy stop me the other day and say, hey, mister, I really respect what you're doing. I said, Really? What What am I doing? It's like, Well, you're just here to serve us, you know, to wow. just show us that you care. I went, wow. He gets it. He gets it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, because that is really what our students today are looking for. They're yeah. looking for caring adults mm-hmm. that will step into their world and actually care about the things that, that they care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody, I don't care if you're. You know, twenty-two, or if
2: you're eighty-two, mm-hmm. um, if you'll care, kids will yeah. kids will take you up on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. So then, um, you had mentioned a few moments ago that you know the parents these days. Uh, what are we going to do with the parents these days? And I, I'm not quite there yet. Our kids are still pretty young, mm-hmm. so we're not having to drive them you're down, sh- drop you're them still off. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we still <laughs> we can still show up and do things with the kids. Just wait. Yeah, <laughs> it probably won't be long, but. No, Dad, you can drop me off here. That's fine. <laughs> but, I mean, um, it, kid, it, parents play an integral role in their kids being able to participate yeah. in a youth ministry that's going to shape and, and change their lives. But parents can be a big stumbling block sometimes. Sure. So so how can parents do more to help their kids attend these groups or support them, you know, encourage them?
3: I'll tell you one um You know, my mom especially was probably the best example of Jesus that that I could have wished for. Um, But it took my youth group leaders when I was going to church to really kind of open my eyes to see the person of Jesus. Um, But it was because of my folks taking me, uh, you know, at at points even making me go. Hmm. Um, you know, one of the best things that they ever did is they would say, Matthew, you're going to go to youth group tonight. Uh, we will drive around and we'll pick up whatever your fr- whatever of your friends that you want to take with you and we'll take you all. Wow. That's um, awesome. So that was just yeah. a huge deal, because for me, I didn't want to go because I didn't really connect with some of the kids that were there mm-hmm. or whatever. So so my mom and dad made it such a priority that, and, and knew that I really needed to be there for that formational time that they would say, "Well, let me know. Mm-hmm. I, we'll, we'll gather up your yeah. people mm-hmm. and take you all over there. Yeah. Um, it's one of the one of the biggest things, one of the greatest things that parents can do for any student ministry that their kids are involved mm-hmm. in. Um, grab a carload, yeah. take them over, yeah. right, right. Very cool.
0: You know, uh, I just had this thought, Bill's not here with us today, but um, in this particular podcast, but just exactly what you said, grab a carload of youth. Um, This radio station is here today Mm -hmm. because there was a youth group leader in a Methodist church here locally that grabbed a busload bus of load. teenagers and drove yep. across to Dallas, Texas. Drove from Delaware to X-Blo Dallas. To 72 yep. at a Billy Graham crusade where Bill Salmons Jr. gave his heart to Jesus yep. when he was 13. Mm-hmm. I have that vinyl. <laughs> no do you Explore, Explore 72? 72 I have the vinyl wow fabulous you need to make sure that yeah he's, we'll he's make sure Bill that. knows that but uh, yeah and I think about the ripple effect right. of that Bill didn't go to that church yeah. um, some of the young people he went to school with invited him to go and I'm thinking to myself would I let my 13 year old kid get on a bus with people I don't know and drive all the way to Dallas but you know, what an impact, yeah. what an impact that has had on Delmarva and beyond. And so we have no idea when we take the time to feed into our young people mm-hmm. and their friends what kind of ripple effect that can have years to come here on Delmarva and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> I remember the first time that I ever went to our church youth group, it was because I had gotten in a lot of trouble. And my mom said, you're going. I thought my life was over. You know, I, I thought I, I, I'm I'm Aww. losing every bit of street cred that I had. Uh, you know, and and lo and behold, you know, I ended up in a stadium in Denver, Colorado, uh, mm, yeah. and and met the Lord there. Wow. Um, because yeah. it was a you know, it was an experience that that my mom said, "No, you're you're going, you're going. to do this."
0: Good for you, Mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And look where you are today. That's it. That's That's that ripple effect I was just talking
2: about. Wow. Well, we thank you for joining us again today. And, Matt, thank you for being here. Thank you for being there for the youth of this community as well. And, um, you know, if if you have any questions for Matt, you can certainly reach us by email. We'll get it to him, podcast at 887thebridge.com. Be sure to download our Bridge mobile app to get all the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend or share it with a carload of kids on the way to youth group. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And then, uh, listen, if you do uh, visit us on the the web, you can check out our complete show notes. That's found at 887thebridge.com.